Jordan vs. Bird one-on-one. Half Court is now in session. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. And I'm Joe. Guys, Jordan versus Bird. It's the matchup everybody was waiting for, I suppose, in 1989. Um, Wait, so were, were Jordan and Bird, like, both, like, judges, like, in the court? Or were they, like, what, what was this? <laughs> in the analogy. Right, right. This is not a... Um, uh, a lawyer simulator game a la Phoenix Wright or anything like that. This is a different court, the basketball court. Oh, yes. I see. Ad- it's advertised as three games in one, but <laughs> that's not true at all. That's like saying uh, Cobra Triangle was, you know, 11 games in one. Like, just because they're different uh, layouts of the levels or different modes doesn't mean that it's a totally different game, right? Or to be better, like... <laughs> Track and Field 2, probably more obvious example. Like, that wasn't 12 games in one. No, That was no. one game that had 12 <laughs> minigames. Right. This is three minigames in one game where you either play as Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, or I guess, like, Larry Bird versing himself and Michael Jordan versing himself. Wait, no, you can do that? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Uh, not not in the not not in that particular mode, but in the oh. other modes that are exclusive to them. We'll, we'll get see. into it, because it is yes, a little weird. Yes. But you, you, nobody else is allowed to be in this game, is the point <laughs> I'm making. Uh, do not show a referee. Do not show a crowd. It is, uh, there, there's some oh, judges. There's judges, though, So yeah. I guess, like, you know, the court is in session. Yeah. <laughs> But um, here's the, here's the scoop, okay? Jordan versus Bird. I don't think, you know, in 2022, I don't even know if like that's like a dream matchup for anybody these days. Like, oh, you, it you, still is. You think so? Yeah. Like, they played. They played during the same time, so it's like yeah. we know what would have went down, right? It's not like Babe Ruth versus um, Barry Bonds, right? No, but they were like they were both like legends of the game. Like yeah, they're and they still are. Like it, it's not. I mean, it's as if there was a uh, a, a James versus uh, Bryant now. Like they're all they're still going to be uh, icons. So I still think it works. It's not like it's a uh, Ty Domi versus uh, Rob Ray, <laughs> a bunch of forgettable <laughs> See, I- names. Yeah. I, I don't I'm you know I'm not uh, I don't follow basketball or anything but I always thought that uh uh Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were the bigger uh the bigger rivalry. Right. I, I guess realize- I guess that's what I'm getting at too is like we saw this happen in real life so I think like you know what people would want now obviously is like Michael Jordan versus LeBron James right like they both have a Space Jam movie they're both <laughs> considered the greatest of all time in the yeah, game Yeah wait a minute you know, Larry like, Bird doesn't even have a Space Jam movie why is he in this game Yeah that's a good question I think that like obviously um <laughs> I don't know too much about basketball either but I want to say that that Jordan is in this with Bird because like Jordan is sort of just coming into his own right now in, Very true. And Bird is like the more established star. Um, and it, while Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird may be the better 
the the more canon <laughs> matchup. Uh, this is better for marketing. Yeah, I completely agree with you. By the way, Sean, like, I, I'm just saying, like you know, in 2022, I guess it doesn't have as much power as it did in 1989. To your point of like, this would have been, you know, like who in their prime, you know, because yeah, Larry Bird had been playing since 1980, and um, Michael Jordan joined the league in '87. So. Um, not not too big of a difference uh, for them, but still, like, big enough to wonder, like, you know, if they both started at the same time, who would be considered the best? I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the video game now because that's all, I, you know, I, that's all I know about basketball is that Michael Jordan um, once held a basketball, <laughs> made a bunch of shots, and then was abducted by the Looney Tunes to save them <laughs> from the Monstars. Yeah, I mean, that's really all you need to know. So I guess we can go to the essential games list. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, you know, the three different games that are included. Um, we'll start with the most obvious one, the one that uh, people probably bought the game for, and that is the one-on-one mode where you either play as Michael Jordan or Larry Bird, or watch computers play as Michael Jordan and Larry Bird in a one-on-one match that gives you surprisingly a lot of different options and choices about how to pull off this one-on-one battle, right? Yeah, it kind of feels like um, uh, they're going for that, like, one-on-one in your driveway sort of feel. Like, you can decide, like, what you want to play to. Um, Obviously, you're not going to decide whether to enforce fouls in, like, a backyard game. But um, they're they're just sort of going for that kind of more casual version of the sport um, that you you can customize uh while you're playing it so that that's sort of what i was gathering from it yeah it seems like it's a, it's another i mean I, I guess a lot of these sports games we play are like this but it's definitely one that seems like it's more designed to to play with your friend you know your your, your friend slash rival uh and and do one-on-one literally one-on-one in real life um but yeah playing with the computer was disappointing function, functional <laughs> And, you know, something about, uh, Sean, you being true to the whole, like, backyard rules or whatever, right? Because it it isn't on, like, an official NBA court or whatever. There's, like, a brick wall behind you. It looks like you're playing on a playground or whatever. But even just the the sprite work, like, I I feel like it is, you know, the kid versions of Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. I'm not sure what they could have done with the resources they had here in terms of artistic creativity to make them feel like grown men. But I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not feeling it here. Versus like how grown men playing basketball looked in like double dribble. I was more sold on the idea that those were professional athletes and not like you know two teenagers um, during gym class. I, I think a lot of that is just coming through on the sprite work. Um, one thing that I'm I noticed uh, is just that they both look like they're they're just standing in a weird position like they're they're just like they're they're they need to really poop and it's really just the animation that i think is giving you the uh the feel that these are not grown athletes uh that are like at peak physical fitness and human uh uh, uh human capability uh that that's a problem that this game has yeah did you feel like though the the controls were a little stiffer than like i mean what was another like double dribble or what, what have we played another basketball game other than double dribble i think I, that's it 
I was thinking about it, and I, another one does not come to mind. So either Double Dribble was that good that we just blocked out the other ones, or um, we did not. We just haven't seen variety uh, in basketball. But this also, like you know, since it's just a half court, right? Oh no, they're, they're, sorry, we did play one. It was the kids. It wasn't. It wasn't like professional. It was right. literally kids playing in. Oh yeah, two different hoops, neighborhoods. Right? Yeah, hoops. hoops. Oh hoop yeah, dreams. yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. Just hoops. <laughs> For the three-hour movie, please uh, go to a different podcast. Yeah. But, um, he, you know, it's just, so I guess, like, what you know, what I'm noticing is is that this game can't be double-dribble just because of the way that, you know, the camera's situated and the, the, the half-court design of the game, right? They really wanted it to just be a more relaxed, one-on-one style game. However, yeah, everything is stiff because there's not a lot of, like, control over what you can do as the defender right like yeah i feel like you can either jump and that's like a kind of impossible task uh to to um to time right like yeah. i'm not saying you can never do it but jumping and blo- and blocking the ball in that kind of regard requires inputting it almost immediately after the pl- if you do it at the same time, it won't matter. But if you do it just a little bit after, you'll get it. But any later than that, too, and the ball's already beyond you. And you also have to be in perfect position. Right, right. You have to yeah. be directly in front of them, which is, you know, another thing where it's like when it comes down to timing when they're going to jump, you know, there's no um, there's no tell or anything like that. It's just the input happening. So the other option is to um, block with your hands and uh, – I don't know, like, that didn't always respond. I don't know if you have to, like... You mean, like, stealing the ball? Yeah, stealing the ball. Like, I don't know if, like, you have to be directly next to them or something in order for that to register, but I didn't feel like that button was always working. No, uh, you definitely have to spam it, and uh, thankfully there's really no... uh, There's no bad consequence for spamming steal, aside from uh, you can't move during it, but... Um, I found that there were other ways to be uh, to play this game and defend that definitely weren't intended. But yeah, the the designed steal button is a crapshoot. See, I, I thought that, um, and I could be totally wrong because I could not really verify it because it is a little funky. It's hard to see if it's registering the way you think it's registering. But I was starting to think that you needed to press what does it be whatever the steal button is at the same time as pressing the direction on the d-pad that you want that you want oh. to steal like that's why you can't move because you have to like like i i noticed that it only seemed like i was i was doing anything if i was pressing left he would he would move he would you know reach to the left and if i was pressing right he would reach to the right wow i wonder if that's the case and i was just not doing anything <laughs> but if it makes you feel better, I was doing that the whole time, and I almost never stole the ball. Okay. So don't worry about it. Yeah, I All feel right. like your best shot is hoping that, um, you know, whoever you're playing against misses their shot, and you're able to rebound the ball that way, right? Like, the you're better off chasing the ball from when they, if, if you weren't able to successfully steal it or block it, um, you're better off just chasing after the ball and hoping you pick up the rebound that way, because that was the most successful way for me to turn over uh the ball now the other thing is you can also decide whether winner gets out or not uh which means that like if you're playing as michael jordan and you make the shot uh you could get the ball right back if you play under winner's out rules however that's probably going to burn you yeah uh if you're playing with the computer because if the computer if you if you haven't mastered 
stealing the ball, there's a good chance the computer can continue to just rake points as they get the ball over and over again on the off chance that they score once. So I think like that strategy, like being able to turn that on and off is a good toggle. And I'm glad they thought of things like that. The other things that you can change, such as like the period length or, you know, making it a first to 11 or first to 15 or a full game, you know, again, all nice choices, but it doesn't change how you play the game, right? Like shot, the shot clock still always remains 24 seconds as it should. But like, you know, the only thing that changes is just how much time commitment you're putting into yeah. uh, the game, not necessarily any strategies or, um, or, or control movements. No, the strategy is if you're feeling risky, take three pointers. And if you're not dunk, because at least if you're playing as Jordan, as long as you're driving to the net, like you're going to hit your dunk. It, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, press X to win at that point. Um, but I also found that when you're defending, at least against the computer, I don't think that this is, uh, this wouldn't be a problem if you're playing against another person, but you could just sort of like box them out and like sort of guide them to the corner. And they'll just wait until their shot clock is about to expire, and then they'll they'll do like a really low probability throw that you can just go and like rebound, or if you time it right, just uh, block and steal out of their hands. It, like, and, and again, this isn't a way that I'd like to play, but it's it, it's surprising how simple the AI is in this game. Yeah, and that's something I feel like you don't even need to really look for. Like, I, I don't. I mean, I just stumbled upon that myself and i don't know about you mike but like i feel like that's just something that like will naturally happen at one point during your playthrough and then and then immediately you've discovered this exploit yeah and there's not you know much else to do otherwise right it's like the other way to play this game is just to continue uh taking taking shots you know the computer makes his basket i make my basket we wait until somebody you know makes a goof Right. Like otherwise, (laughs) otherwise, it's just going to continue to be, you know, like most basketball games are a pretty close scoring thing where, you know, it comes down to like, you know, the final uh, minute of the game or something like that, where all of a sudden you're like thinking about, you know, how do I do I risk the three to to go up ahead, you know, and I I think that's a an interesting component. I do wonder what you were hinting at, Sean, with Michael Jordan not missing a dunk because he never missed a dunk for me either. But I have to imagine and maybe it's confirmed in the manual that like Michael would be great at, you know, dunking and and never missing it or stuff like that. But like that Larry would be better at the, you know, the field goal shots. Yeah. I, I imagine, I I guess my question was, are they functionally the same in the one-on-one? Um, is, is Larry going to never miss a dunk either? Uh, is is there three point percentage the same or, or, uh, like, is the window of timing a three-pointer different between the two of them? I couldn't tell um, because it. I guess I really only played as Michael Jordan. But uh, did you did you play as Larry Bird? I did play as Larry Bird and noticed that my three-pointers were better. So I guess that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, if you think about the other two modes, right? It's one is a slam dunk contest yeah. with Michael, and the other one's a three-point shootout with um, with Larry. So I'm assuming that they had to do that, but I don't know how much playtesting I was going to be willing to do between the two characters. So did you dunk? Were... Did you dunk with Larry? 
I did not try a dunk with Larry. No, I was uh, I was okay. trying I was trying to get you know to because I was playing best of eleven in that particular mode. I was just taking threes, you know, hoping yeah. for the best and then rebounding the ball before Michael did if I missed the shot. What about you? Yeah, I, I played with with both of them. I I'd like to say I noticed it that um the three the three pointers were a little easier with Larry Bird, but I I don't know if I'm kind of imagining that. Um, <laughs> but if that is the case, personally, maybe this is because I'm dumb and couldn't figure out how to dunk. But I think that that gives you a huge advantage because it seems like dunking is so overly complicated am, am oh, i missing no. something it was it's literally just drive forward to the net and uh while you're moving hit the uh the you know basket button and he'll do a dunk <laughs> i tried it a million times yeah you must be thinking of the slam dunk contest right Yes, yeah, the slam dunk contest. Okay, so I thought I assumed it was the same control. No, no, it's a little but, different. Okay, in the so I didn't even try to dunk in the in the actual game, but in the slam dunk contest, I I did what it said in the manual. I looked up a video online and I tried it a million times, and I could not fig- I could not do anything in the, in the dunk <laughs> challenge. So all right, maybe that's different than uh, what I was trying to do in the uh, actual game. But in in the actual one on one, I felt like a. A three pointer was giving me more of an advantage than having a, having a, an advantage in dunking, but that's with um, inaccurate information, I guess. So redacted. <laughs> <laughs> so in in each of these games, right? There's the the full game, right? The the actual mode, if you will. Then um, for one on one, they do give you the shorter game of fifteen or eleven, where you just first person to score to that points. But then there's also a a warm up for all three of these modes and just focusing on one on one for a minute. What's the incentive? Why would you why would you pick that mode? I couldn't quite figure it out. I don't really know. Is it just like non is it not timed? Sure, but I guess yeah, I guess what I'm saying is is like it's still the exact game. Like even well, if wanna... even if you pretend like it's like okay, cool, now it's like there's um it's just the same game without any winner, right? It's like What's the consequence? Like, you're not actually getting any better whether you win or lose, right? It's not like there's, like, stat carryovers that are like, oh, yeah, he made this many three-pointers, so now his three-pointers are boosted in the next game. It's like there's no reason to really, like, warm up. Yeah, what you're basically saying is if you want to warm up in this video game, just play a, just play a round of the actual game because it's right, no different exactly. than the warm-up mode. It's like saying mode. in Super Mario yeah. Brothers, they also gave you, like, the course again like in a warm-up mode but it's like <laughs> but nothing's different. yeah you just never die right <laughs> like you just go back yeah nothing's different but like this time now it's like you just play that level over and over again until you make it through you know you i don't i don't think that's worth it yeah i think yeah, it's you, a it, it's kind of a useless it's, it's a useless mode but yeah it's there uh, <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it yeah i wanted a cooldown mode you know you do a you do a little little cool down after your uh, after your workout. You know them just doing laps around the gym.
All right. After one-on-one, there's the slam dunk contest. And the slam dunk contest uh, is just with Michael. So this is where I was referring to where <laughs> Mr. Jordan, Michael, Mr. Jordan um, versus himself, because uh, depending on which mode you're playing, it's it's only Michael Jordan's. Right. <laughs> so there's no there's no other characters or even just like throwaway uh, sprites that they like programmed in the game. It's just still Michael Jordan, who I could have sworn was me. Like I thought I was doing the inputs <laughs> yeah. and everything. And then it's like, no, now it's your turn. Why do you go second? I'm player one. I I can't figure that out. Well, now you're player two. I, I, I'm just happy you go second because it gives you some, if you don't have like, again, maybe I'm going to sound like an idiot again and I have this totally wrong, but it seems like you need to sort of know exactly where to be to do these different moves. So like I at least get to watch where the computer went and try and do that move. No, you're right. That's that's how it works. That's what follow the leader is for. There's a mode right. uh, here called follow the leader in the slam dunk section. I tried every mode with slam dunking. Got it. But in follow the leader, they show you how to do like you pick the move and then they show you how to do that move. And then it's like you're just supposed to remember that now forever. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the moves are not like complicated um you know, fighting game style special moves where you have to like do a bunch of different D-pad inputs and, you know, quarter turns and stuff like that. It's just you go to the left of the court or you go to the right of the court or you go down the middle. You're basically just making either straight lines or U's and depending on that, depending on that you picked the right thing, you can't... That's the problem with the slam dunk contest is that you actually have to tell them which move you're about to do. Yeah. And because of that you then have to do that exact input. Instead, there should be some more freestyle to it where, like, every kind of slam dunk in the game is slightly different, not just go to the left well, or that's the right the, or whatever. that's what a slam dunk contest is supposed to do. It's not supposed to be like, oh, who can do this specific move better? It, you're supposed to be creative with it. And, like, I, I don't know how they would have done this. Like, maybe, like, you... Uh, you see how each move can be done, like which rune to draw on the court before you go to the net. Um, and then, uh, and, and sort of do like that whole memorize it and, and try and uh, execute the best. But the way that it is now, it is literally just like do the exact same thing, but time that last button uh, a little bit better than the computer. It's what it's very, it's very strange. Yeah. It, it, it almost feels like it would have been, you know, not the best solution, but interesting to have the mode that they have now where you, you select your, you, you know, you do follow the leader or whatever, or you select your move and, and you, and you do that movement. But then also when you feel like you've memorized a couple of them or you've gotten advanced enough, now a mode where you don't get those prompts and you have to decide in the moment which one of those formations you want to do. But I, I suspect that like it was a little much for the game to try and remember all of those formations at once to make sure your inputs are right because like i'm sure some of them overlap a little bit right so oh, yeah, like, you have absolutely. to select it first in order to to like tell the game hey this is what i'm going to attempt um but i i i just want to ask you guys like was i just really bad at this i could i could not time it right or something i would just no, run I was and bad I'd at just it be too. running around until did you ever dunk yeah i got a I, few yeah, okay. dunked pretty I consistently. I'm a little confused. What, what, I, I'm, especially I am if you're too. doing 
follow the leader. Like if you just watch them do the thing, like it just wasn't working for you. So so what I so what I was doing. Tell me if this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Is like okay, I'd see I'd see Jordan number one <laughs> run. <laughs> he'd run to the right and he'd run around and he and he hit a certain point on the court and he'd jump and he'd dunk. And I would do that same run around to the right, hit that certain point, and then I would hold A when I hit that point, and nothing would happen. Okay, so here's what I think it is. I think that you stopped forward movement. Does that sound right? No. Like, were you still I, well, moving I, I tried, forward? I literally tried everything. I, try, I, I assumed you'd have to keep moving forward while you did it, so I did that. <laughs> After a while, I was like, do you have to stop? And I stopped, and I pressed it. I tried it with B. I tried it with both. I tried tapping it. I tried holding it. I just would keep running through it. Was and it was just me running out the clock, running around in circles on the court. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually want to see that real slam dunk contest with real people where one guy's just dunking every time and then the other guy just runs around for 24 seconds. And yeah. Then... I, yeah. We were definitely doing diff- different things wrong, but, like, I was also doing things wrong where I would initiate the dunk, but I would miss the basket. So... I I think maybe you were hitting the button too late or something. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just want to say too, like it's important to remember that even if you do this right, something I I feel like I did do it right. Uh, you know, like I I figured out like okay, just remember which ones make you go in the right direction, which ones make you go down the middle. Even when you do it right, it's not the right way to do this mode. Slam dunk contest was just weirdly executed in the game itself just because of what it's reduced to. And it doesn't feel good to just, like, do nothing particularly special to watch a pretty cool animation where, again, like, the only thing that changes the score is based on when you release the button in relation to where you are with the hoop. I would think for a guy who's, like, Air Jordan, right, like, his hang time is everything, that they could have, you know even made this a little more cartoonish and had him really like when you are in the air for your dunk, that's the time where like, I'm thinking about that diving uh, freestyle uh, mini game in um, track and field two, where like, that's the time where like you're in the air that you can get crazy with like doing different things on the D pad, right. Or pressing different buttons and like different things happen. And like, yeah, they're not real dunks, right? Like (laughs) maybe you could get him to do the, um, you know, where he t- he palms the ball and he swings it. I forget what that's called. He's at the windmill or whatever, and he swings it all over his hand. So, like, maybe you could do that, right? But then you could also just do fun things, too, like shift it between your legs or something or pass the ball to your other hand. And it's like so many other games have done that with, with hang time, like Skate or Die did it on the half pipe and stuff like that, that I'm surprised that they didn't do that here with Jordan where it was like, you know, you get the same view, but then when you go for the jump, it splits into, like, this you know, cool animation where you're more close up and you are like slowly getting, you know, you're in like slow-mo and that's your time to do something really cool. With yeah. The that'd be cool. They, they, and, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking of that, not like as a genius, I'm thinking of that as like, they, <laughs> this is something that's done, you know, like in other games, like it seems like it'd be obvious, like in the time, like they could, they had other references. It's not like, Oh, you have to wait till NBA 2k 10, to get that kind of control scheme. It's like, no, it's being done in NES games. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm very thankful that uh, you you pre you preemptively uh, shut down anyone that would call you a genius for that. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that people didn't credit me on the wiki or anything. Yeah, you knew that people, people, all the listeners across the world are right now like shouting what a genius you are. You had to, you had to, you had to put that, uh, you know, nip that in the bud. 
Right. Right off the bat. Because, you know, my ego, uh, <laughs> I can't handle that. You know, I can't handle people calling me a genius. It's too much pressure. The next mode is the three-point shootout with Larry Bird versus another Larry Bird. Uh, to the point where it's it's just a guy. You know, even if you pretend like it's another person, why is he wearing the same jersey? He's wearing his numbers. It's like you can't get away with this stuff elsewhere. But also, like, you wouldn't want Michael Jordan to verse Larry Bird in a three-point shootout because that's what the one-on-one mode is reserved for, right? It's like, God forbid they also compete in a slam dunk yeah. competition or a three-point shootout, right? It's like... No, let's get them a little uncomfortable, right? Especially if Michael's supposed to be better at the slam dunk competition. Make it harder to be that's Larry Mr. Bird Jordan. in the slam dunk comp. Yeah, that that's what makes me think, though, that that you do have those differences in stats or probabilities when you play one-on-one. Because it makes me feel like, okay, they, they deliberately want Larry Bird to be presented as the, as the free throw guy or the three-point guy and, and Michael Jordan to be presented as, like, the slam dunk guy. So, so they won't put them together because they're like, okay, it's, it's even if you're doing just a slam dunk competition and it's even if you're doing, um, just a free throw competition. And then if you're playing, you get to pick, well, which advantage do you want? Yeah. I would say this is also potentially a contractual thing, right? Where like they got there to sign their names, but they're like, oh, but I will not go up against Michael in a slam dunk Mr. contest. Mr. Jordan. <laughs> But he he's even called Michael in Space Jam. They don't call him Mr. Jordan. <laughs> I just think it's weird, like, saying Larry for Larry Well, I'm never going to say Larry. I'm always going to say Mr. Bird. Okay, so Wait, we you don't know will show respect. Because... Uh, you know what? I think, I think that's, uh, that's kind of lame, you know? Well, I think you just don't know what to call Larry Bird because he didn't have a Space Jam movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we, had like he had about. a Space Jam movie, right, exactly. Mr. What, Bird. what would they call Larry Bird anyway? What's like Larry Bird's nickname? I wonder. I don't. Bird. I don't know. Big Bird. That well, Big Bird. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is, right? He yeah. might be. For all we know, he might be the guy in the Big Bird costume. <laughs> Hold on, Larry Bird nicknames. I'll, I'm also looking at it. Kodak, uh, Larry Legend, the, 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 the Hick from French Lick. <laughs> oh God. Um, and yeah, that that's it. That's the only three. I like Larry Legend, so yeah, we'll refer to them as Michael and Larry Legend. <laughs> <laughs> that that case is closed now. Let's talk about the three point shootout because um, for th- you know this one a little more fleshed out, right? Like you actually see some cool stuff, like they have uh, the the cart with the balls that you see wheeled out during like the um, the halftime competition, where it's like you know this guy's got to make the shot. From all the way from half court, and if he does it in under 30 seconds, we're going to give him uh, a car, right? And then the guy makes the shot, and then it goes to a viral video. They, you know, they have those carts. Yeah. So that's a long yeah. way to say, like, wow, what an attention to detail. Well, I, but, you know, I have – not to derail us, but I have a I have an issue with these carts. What's we can problem? talk about What's it later after we've carts? talked about yeah, – my problem with the carts is that it, it feels like, you know, they were like, okay, we they could have just easily had, like – Okay, a ball just appears in your hand over and over again, right? But they're like, okay, but that's kind of, you know, we need some more immersion than that. Put some more work into it. It wouldn't make sense if the ball just appears in your hand over and over again. So how would the ball get there? What if they're on these carts and you can, you know, grab them off these carts? Fine. But then instead of having, you know, four carts on the court, they they still make the cart disappear. 
And then yeah. the cart respawns. So they've created the same problem by trying to solve the problem of the ball spawning. Now a whole <laughs> cart full of balls spawns <laughs> all over the place. And I, I just thought that was weird. Why not just have them already on the court? Well, don't you think it's another Larry Bird wheeling them out? Like, <laughs> well, I don't see time? that. I don't see that happening. I would see it. Yeah. I mean, although, there, you know, I've, I've heard that, you know, Bird is just a drone by the government. <laughs> Made to spy on basketball yeah, players. Yeah, Larry Birds aren't real. <laughs> yeah, that's true. To talk about the actual mode for a second, it's exactly what you think a three-point shootout would be. You start, uh, you make your way around the half court, and uh, you have a certain amount of time, and you have to make as many uh, three three throws, I'm going to call them. I three throws. <laughs> three throws, you know, like, that's my, that's my savvy word. That's my mixing of two things. But you have to make these shots, okay? And when you make these shots, you get a point. And you only have a certain number of balls per cart, uh, and then the carts magically spawn in the other locations when it's time. Then you go to there, and you try to make it around. They're not worth more points in certain locations. It's just once you run out of balls in this area, you have to go to the next area. However, going to the other areas didn't feel any different to me from, like, a timing release point. Like, you're still on that line for you know like right on the three-point line so i have to imagine that like that's measured from this way it's always the same distance no matter where you are on on the circle so the on the outer like uh it's it's not quite like that but it it, functionally uh, in the game it, it feels like that you're right yeah i guess what i mean is is like i never felt like i was like relieved to now be like dead on center right i wasn't like oh yeah this is gonna make it so much more obvious when i should uh you know shoot the ball right it's like it it doesn't the camera perspective doesn't make it harder nor easier uh to to do this mini game and so therefore i question why you move around at all however they do work it into the timing thing of like how much time you have because once you release the ball you have to go oh well you know run over to the next area so i like that you know there's like there's a little uh psychology to it if you will yeah, but other than that, um, yeah, I, I didn't really feel like there was any, uh, I'm sure there is, but I, I could not get the feel for um, what is a good release time for these. It just seemed like I was doing the exact same timing, and it was, I was getting different results. <laughs> yeah, I, I also, I felt that way, you know, throughout a lot of the game, but th- that was actually a question I had. I was curious to what you guys thought about, you know, with, with games like this. Like, I, I did notice once in a while that it felt like there were different release times, maybe not in this mode, but, like, depending on where I was on the court, different release times that were important. But it never felt enough, like, to, to really make me feel like it was anything other than, like, shoot the ball and, you know, maybe it'll go in and maybe it won't. Like, it doesn't feel like there's any of my skill or lack thereof that's translating to whether or not I hit the basket. And 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 that's kind of something I I never really fully understand about basketball video games in general. Like I, I and I've never really played much many of them, so I was wondering if you guys have and 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 know of yeah. any, like more modern ones where like what what I mean the the main <laughs> the main element of basketball is making a basket, and if that is reduced to just getting open and making a good making a shot and hoping that like the the RNG gives you a good shot that to me seems like it's missing something yeah like so with um more modern basketball games there's a lot more like visual cues that can tell you like how you can adjust your shot 
after you miss. Like it, you can see that like, oh, I hit the backboard like super hard and it just bounced out. Like I'll have to, I'll have to take a little bit off of it or it, you'll just miss entirely. Um, but other than that, there's all, there's usually like a visual uh, like gauge and um, if you, and like the timing will change how much of the gauge you fill. And then each player has a different like sort of tolerance for how well you need to shoot to actually make it a good shot with better players having a uh, a wider net for that. And then there's also just like, is anybody like hanging on top, hanging off top of me? Um, because you're obviously going to shoot better when you aren't, when you don't have a guy in your face. So in, in more modern games, there's a lot more, like, there's a lot more that you can base your next move on. Like there's more information. Whereas this, like you either miss a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, or you go straight in. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get that now with the, especially with the more modern stuff that that level of complexity feels like that you, you can get like actually a feel for it where, where, it, where it'll start to feel like basketball. What I just never fully get these, some of these older games, even, even some like hockey games and stuff. I mean, I know there's a lot more to these sports than just shooting, but like, if like basketball, such a major component of playing basketball is, is aiming that skill in these older games just does not translate to me at all. That's why I, I, you know, there must be something I'm missing because people who, a lot of people who like basketball and like sports games liked these games. So, so for me, I'm just, I, I'm just confused on the appeal of, of like a shootout yeah. mode in one of these games. Well, I think it's, it's two things first, you know, it's like, they're NBA players, so we're expecting them to make most of the shots, right? Like, we're, you know, I'm not saying that they should make every shot guaranteed because that'd be really boring, but, like, we're also not expecting them to, you know, miss layups for the most part or stuff <laughs> like that. So, you know, these these things, uh, you know, there's, there's an expectation there. But, you know, I'm going to say that I actually did feel like the release time mattered on this, like where you let go of the ball. I do feel like if you're at the like top of your jump and you release the the button i did feel like i more times i was making the shot than not making it and that could be entirely in my head but if you release that ball like early on in the jump you're guaranteed to miss it and if you do it after you're on your way down you're also pretty much guaranteed to miss it so i did feel like you know maybe it was a little too precise where you feel like you know you're you're in the top of your jump and you're still missing it or maybe they do program it to like even if you are perfect you're still gonna miss it like which i think would be a mistake but maybe that's what they did overall though i do feel that as long as you know there's some kind of built-in mechanic there that like the arc of your jump and where you release if that actually does matter which i personally felt like it did that's enough for me in these older games. You know, Double Dribble had that too, if you remember. Yeah. You know, it was about where you release the ball and your jump. As long as they have that, that's enough for me here. And I think that's like the kind of enjoyment people would have gotten back then or even just now in the, in these style of games. However, the the three-point shootout is still just like a, you know, there's no real reward for this or the slam dunk contest. Like, it just... You just keep playing on, I suppose. And so these things all just I eventually just feel like warm-ups for the true one-on-one mode where it's Larry versus Michael. Yeah. Even though, like, in the uh, the uh, slam dunk, they change how the game works. But uh, other than that, I agree. Yeah, it would have been cool if they would have taken the 
the slam dunk stuff and somehow worked it into the one-on-one, you know? Like, I'm sure it would have just been exclusive to Michael, but, you know, for that reason, they probably didn't consider it. But, like, if there were actual, like, cool inputs to do, it'd be fun to see them make fun dunks, like, you know, the appeal of NBA Jam and stuff like that is the flair. There's no flair in this game. It's a pretty boring game. It's it's got... Yeah, it has no style. No no style at all, and... That all the the whole presentation is like that. The only style in the game is when you do dunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, there are no dunks in this game. So, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, for me, I feel like the only appeal that I could see that puts this over other basketball games is Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Michael and Larry Legend. Oh right, yeah, Mike and Larry. Mike or Michael. Michael. Mikey. And then Larry. Larry Legend. It's Michael and like Mike. And that feels unbalanced <laughs> too, though. We need to give a li- is that little bow wow? Yeah, yeah. little bow wow. <laughs> like Mike. Yeah, we need to give Michael Jordan like a you know a, a nickname. I think the, the the manual does a good job of singing both of their praises differently and equally. You know, where it's like, oh, he's good at this and he's good at this, and they both feel like, oh, who am I going to pick? Uh, well, we all know that like in the can't call him- in the eighties, like Michael uh, Michael Jordan's nickname was just Jumpin' Jordan. There you go. <laughs> we all know that. We all know. That. Of course, I know that. Yeah. Would you believe me if I said that this game is a sequel? No, you liar. Well, you're gonna have to because uh, the original game is. See, they they did something clever here. In this game, it's Michael. Uh, it's Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird. What is this game called again? Jordan versus Bird. One on one. Right. Now they flipped it and the the original game is one on one Dr. J versus Larry Bird. Oh. I see. So Dr. J, you know, who I guess could be Michael Jordan's nickname too, right? Like I know it's been taken, but theoretically, <laughs> he could be another Dr. J if he got a PhD. It's, it's not it's not it's not him. <laughs> I understand. Absolutely. Uh of course, but since we were fishing for nicknames, I thought I'd give it a shot. <laughs> anyway, that was a computer game. It never came to any consoles or anything like that, but that was a computer game. Um and I guess it did well enough that Electronic Arts was like, Yeah, let's make another one but release it for more consoles. So uh that's how you get Jordan vs. Bird here. And Larry Bird obviously is in like legacy editions of the NBA like 2k games and stuff like that where they start to include like uh great basketball players but he never got like his own game and i feel like that's a shame but michael jordan obviously does get some of his own games we have michael jordan in flight for uh which is uh, believe it or not that is the title of the game it came out in 1993 it's a flight only sim for computers yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's only for computers <laughs> um and it's not a flight simulator it's uh, that would be funny though. I could imagine <laughs> yeah. that, you know, the misdirection. You just play as as Michael Jordan, like flying to L.A. for a game. He's just a passenger. <laughs> oh, as a passenger, okay. But it's yeah. a game with only Michael Jordan. If you if you can believe that, there's uh, no NBA licensed players or teams otherwise. So it's just Michael, and it's a three on three basketball match. But one of them has Michael Jordan. So oh, okay. Like, um, <laughs> so there are other players. Like, that's it's not, not a, very I fair. guess not the, a one the on other zero. Way that could have worked as if they were all Michael Jordan, and these games just have a problem <laughs> with like having clones. I thought that they were right. that they were looking at at this game, and they're like, "Oh, they did they did two two players. We'll do even one better. We'll just do one player, only one player playing <laughs> basketball, just free throws." The the problem is is that Michael understood like 
you know, merchandising and licensing and stuff like that. So he actually never allowed himself to be in any of those NBA games with every other player. So, you know, if you look at like NBA Jam, you famously cannot pick Michael Jordan because he wouldn't allow his likeliness in the game. But Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton are in NBA Jam. So <laughs> did they sign off on that? Like, did they write into the president and be like, we want to put you in our game? Which is weird because I guess that I don't know. Does that mean that he just wasn't a part of the Players Association? Because it's usually, I mean, now we're just getting into the weeds of sports games, but it's like usually you have to sign a contract with the league and then with the Players Association for their likenesses. So uh, I don't know how that worked. I'm pretty confident I can dig up an article on this and put it in the show notes. So let's make a note of that. I'll put it in the show notes. Do it. Do it. Uh, after after Michael Jordan in flight, we have Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City, uh, <laughs> which is a side-scrolling action video game starring Michael Jordan in which um, right before Scottie Pippen's charity game, all of uh, Jordan's teammates have been abducted by the mad scientist Maximus Cranium. <laughs> and now Michael has to travel through the Windy City, Chicago uh, to save the uh, Chicago Bulls, which obviously are not named, um, but but they are that that is the team, and he has to save them. In uh, in one issue of Nintendo Power, all twelve staff members uh, that were voting voted it in uh, one of the worst games of all time. Wow. Well, what, what does he do? Does he like throw basketballs? Like what? What's his like attack? He can slam dunk. <laughs> well, well, he slam dunk like a ball onto like someone's head. Well, he's or? got so he's got a sidekick that carries around a backboard and hoop, and <laughs> he has to get into position um, right above an enemy before Michael Jordan can do his slam dunk attack. Otherwise, what's he going <laughs> to aim at? It's very similar to the game we just recently played, Flying Dragon, The Secret Scroll, where, you know, Michael is collecting keys and defeating enemies and uh, different basketballs, such as the bomb ball or the freeze ball, uh, are used to uh, to attack the enemies. Wow. Obviously, uh, I don't need to tell you that Michael was in Space Jam, uh, but Space Jam got a video game, too, and it's pretty good at that. It's on uh, PC and PlayStation <clears throat> I remember the PC version because there's a mini game during the halftime where you have to be Bugs and Daffy going back to Michael's house to get his shoes. I just thought that was like really good. Like I thought that was a great use of not just like making a NBA Jam like game, but also incorporating some of the plot into the game. So itself. every game you have to running go get his errands. Shoes. Yeah, or I think actually maybe they change what mini game it is. Okay, but um, now is Michael yeah. better? Like in the second half because his shoes. No, no, no. Uh, I, I think it is a continuity error, though, right? Like he must have had the shoes. You should have to get them before the game. <laughs> yeah, otherwise well, maybe he like you can't, you can't play basketball like, in socks. Maybe he like ruined one of his shoes like at the in, at the beginning of the game, so like he has it for the first half. But then they're like, oh shit, I knew I need new shoes before we start again, and then then they go get the other shoes. That's probably the best like word of God. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Jordan's most famous video game appearance uh, is in Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, <laughs> yeah. where uh, it's the RPG video game. Oh my god, I set forgot about 20, this. <laughs> set in 2053, where a chaos dunk has been performed in Manhattan, <laughs> killing millions of people. What? And Barkley is blamed for the chaos dunk and is hunted down by none other than Michael Jordan, who leads the B-ball <laughs> removal department. <laughs> 
Now, it's an incredible game. Uh, it's a, a fan, you know, like a fan created RPG style game that <laughs> did get a Kickstarter for a sequel. Uh, the sequel was going to be titled The Magical Realms of Turnanog Escape from Necron 7 Revenge of Kukulain, the official game of the movie Chapter 2 of the Hoops Barkley Saga. It sounds like you're on like an AI website to like describe like a, like an AI generated video game. This is a game that, uh, Mike and I, uh, would, would bond over just laughing at, uh, in college. So. Yes, yeah. because it's very real. That's the other crazy part. Um, yeah, there's a lot of negative b-ball energy happening. Uh, it, you know, didn't it kill millions of people? Yes, they did kill millions of people. The unfortunately for those looking forward to the sequel, uh, even though the Kickstarter was successfully funded, the game was canceled and is now in development hell. So there is, uh, I believe, they were nice enough to release the source code for it. So if anybody wants to finish that game. By all means, do it because somebody paid like $112,000 to fund it. And then credit Nostalgia for your, um, like, for why you actually finished the game for them. Would you rather have the sequel to Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden or the Sushi Pinball canceled game <laughs> that we referenced earlier this month? I mean, I, I'm going for Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, but uh, I can understand that it's, it's, a, it's a coin flip for some. I think based on what everything we just heard, I got to go with that as well. I mean, how how could I not want that? There's only one thing we want to do now, and that is the final thing that we must do in every Nostalgia episode. We must decide if Jordan vs. Bird one-on-one is going to be on the Essential Games list. Sean, your vote. Um, This game... While it, it sort of will, it, it sort of points to future, um, like cool versions of sports games, like an NBA Street, um, or, uh, I, you know, an NFL Street. Um, it doesn't do anything particularly well. It doesn't have the style that is needed for a game like that. Um, and the really the only selling point of this game is the two likenesses that they licensed um if this were a game with uh basketball player A and basketball player B it would have zero upside um so i'm going to go with not essential joe well if it wasn't for that uh randomly spawning basketball cart i would have put this on the essential games <laughs> list but that basketball cart. I mean, let that be a lesson to you, game developers. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on about the same things that go on about a lot of different sports games. It's just this didn't. I don't think this did anything better than Double Dribble or that other game we played, which I can't even remember the name of, which I thought did things better. Um, it was you know it was nice to have the star power of Michael Jordan and and Larry Bird, but uh, not enough to get it on the essential games list. I agree with uh, everything you guys are saying, and I think also just another thing to keep in mind is we played um, both Double Dribble and Hoops. Thank you for um, uh, reminding us of that, Sean. You know, that are two different styles of games, right? Uh, Double Dribble was going for the NBA experience, and Hoops was going for the more like, you know, um, urban playground experience. And here with Jordan vs. Bird... I I don't think we actually ever got a complete game. I think we got three like mini games. Even the one on one is really just like a demo of like what should have been a more fleshed out thing. Like it doesn't feel like there's enough to being 
Larry Bird or Michael Jordan in that particular mode, the mode they're selling you, to uh, to make me think that this is even a complete game. So if I don't feel like the game is even complete, there's no way it's going on the essential games list. So for that reason, I'm out. Like Shark Tank. I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> I'm, I'm an investor in Jordan vs. Bird now. <laughs> Sell. Michael Jordan is 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 and was much more popular and famous than Larry Bird, right? Or is that just because of when I grew up and it and it was more Michael Jordan time than it was Larry Bird time? He's got to be one of the most famous people alive. I mean, I think you may be underestimating how famous Larry Bird was in the day in like the sports world. But yes, you're like obviously. Michael Jordan is more famous. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's another reason why it felt a little weird that it wasn't Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. They felt like they're more on the same level of fame. Whereas Michael Jordan, he's just like, everybody knows Michael Jordan. And that's true. Everybody just knows Michael Jordan, just like everybody knows Nostalgia and our Twitter handle at NostalgiaCast and our website, NostalgiaCast.com and our Patreon, patreon.com slash nostalgia. Everyone just knows these things, so I really just wasted everyone's time by saying And your breath. Yeah, I'm wasting my own breath here. In fact, the whole episode, you could argue, was a waste of breath because everybody already knew everything we were going to say. That's how in tune with the listeners we are. Yeah, and if you want to get our episodes ahead of time, you can head to thelibraryofbabble.com. <laughs> Stop it. And from there, you can find every, not only every episode we're going to have, everything we're ever going to say is somewhere on that website. And everything you're going to say in reaction to Joe telling you that. Phalanges. Right. Yes. And every slight variation of things that you're not going to say. Scotty Pippen. But I am going to say this, and it's been destined to say this in the Library of Babel, but also just because it's in the show notes here. The next game that we are going to play is The Adventures of Dino Riki. Um, I think that's the only way to say that title. And uh, I don't know. I'm excited to get off the the court uh, and go back to uh, the Dino Riki uh, style of video games that we've all been clamoring for. I always said, uh, give me a game starring Dino Riki and I'll play it. Is it not Dino Ricky? No, Riki. Riki. Okay, just make it. I sure. don't know. R I K I. What do you think? Could be Ricky. Just saying. Hmm. Yeah, and it is I, a guy. I'd say Riki for that, but just, just I gotta, I gotta look, give me a week to mull it over. All right, look it yeah, up. mull it over. You'll, we'll decide at the beginning. Court will be in session in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And we'll decide for, for once and for all. And listeners, if you have an opinion on whether it's Dino Riki or Dino Ricky, why don't you tweet at us at NostalgiaCast. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me at Esposito Film on Twitter, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>